Do the parents in your church know what your children's ministry is really all about? How do you communicate vision? If you want to get better at it, then stick around because that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Simple Kidmit Podcast, episode 16. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men Podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jason Byerly, and today we're going to be talking about how to share vision with parents. Now, as always, you can find the show notes for this episode over at simplekidmen.com. I'm going to have some really helpful links over there for this one, so just click on the podcast tab and look for episode 16. Now, I think the best way to start this conversation is by sharing one of my all-time favorite parent stories. About 10 years ago, a mom of an early elementary kid approached one of our children's leaders after service and offered a really helpful suggestion. She said, you know what would be a great idea? What if while we were in the adult service for worship and teaching, you guys in children's ministry did a little Bible story with the kids so they can learn too? Now, at first, this children's ministry leader thought she was joking. In our environments, we do an elaborate large group teaching and worship time where we pour a ton of energy into communicating a relevant Bible story in a creative way to our kids. Now, afterwards, we have dozens of small group leaders in each environment leading a fun activity to help kids discuss what they learn and apply it to their everyday lives. In those days, before we went multi-site, we were even doing a lot of live dramas with costume characters and creative set pieces, and multiple people had a ton of time invested in rehearsing to communicate the Bible each weekend to kids. But this mom had no idea any of that was happening. Why? Well, because we never told her. From that children's leader's point of view, this mom was clueless, and it felt a little insulting. The way I saw it, however, was that we were doing a lousy job of communicating with parents. In our church, the only thing that parents see us doing in children's ministry is during drop-off and pickup. They see leaders playing on the floor with kids as families arrive, and they see all the kids watching a video at the end of service as we're checking out from our environments. Now, generally speaking, they don't see any of the jam-packed 50 minutes or so of intentional programming that happens every single Sunday. They don't see leaders building relationships with their kids or having meaningful conversations in small groups. So it's no wonder that parents might not know that awesome things are going on in children's ministry. Like it or not, that burden of communication, what's on us? It's up to us to communicate the vision of children's ministry to our parents and to clearly outline how we can team up with them to help their kids to know Jesus, to love Jesus, and to grow in Him. So why does it matter? We have a lot of things to care about, right? Why should we care about this? Well, there are several reasons, but here are five of the most important. Number one, it helps families stick with church. When parents understand that we're not just babysitting, they begin to see the value in children's ministry for their child. They see that it's not just a place that's convenient for them to drop their kid off while they go to worship, but that children's ministry can help their child to know Jesus better and to grow in him. And that makes parents want to stick around. Number two, it makes parents more excited to invite their friends. When parents realize that children's ministry is up to big things in the kingdom, It generates buzz that makes them more willing to invite their friends with kids to come and check it out. Number three, it gives us credibility to speak into a family's life. When parents get the vision of children's ministry, they begin to see us as a resource for them. They begin to come to children's ministry leaders for parenting advice and looking for recommendations for devotions and Bibles and music and counseling and just tips on how to help their child to grow in their faith. 
and that just gives us the opportunity to equip them and to cheer them on. Number four, it gives us a deeper recruiting pool. When parents embrace the vision of children's ministry and see it as a vibrant ministry where God is moving, some of them will want to be a part of it. Life change is magnetic, and when parents begin to see our ministry as a place where God's at work, we'll begin to see some of them serving. And even if they don't serve, they will tell their friends about how awesome children's ministry is, and some of their friends may end up serving on our teams because parents are excited about what God is doing in children's ministry. And number five, it will help us to avoid some potential headaches down the road if parents understand the vision of what we're doing in the ministry. Some of the more challenging conversations I've had with parents have been due to the fact that they just didn't realize what our children's ministry was all about and how strategic we are in trying to help their child fall in love with Jesus and follow him. If I had done more work on the front end to educate parents about the vision of the ministry, it would have saved me a lot of work on the back end in resolving some conflict or smoothing over ruffled feathers. Okay, so hopefully we all care about it now. We get it. We need to help parents understand the vision of our children's ministry. But how do we do it? What's the best way to communicate vision to the parents in our church? Well, the short answer is we do it any way that works. I'll give you seven different ideas, but some of those will work better for your church culture and your leadership style than others. So experiment. Just throw some things against the wall and see what sticks. See what your parents respond to and figure out what's a good fit for you. By the way, I'm saving the one I am most excited about right now for the very end. It's where we are seeing a lot of traction right now in our ministry. So stick with me. You don't want to miss that one. All right, without further ado, here are seven different vehicles to communicate vision to parents. Number one, face-to-face. -face. Every conversation you have with a parent is an opportunity to share vision. For me, I am always selling children's ministry. I honestly can't help it. I'm so passionate about it that if I have a few minutes with a mom or a dad or a grandparent or a guardian, I'm gonna tell them about something awesome God's doing in the ministry. That includes when I randomly meet a new parent on Sunday morning, or if a parent emails me with a question or looking for a resource, even when I'm dealing with conflict situations or parent concerns, I'm still selling vision. It's just what I do. For example, if a parent is concerned that their child isn't making friends at church, I'll sympathize with that concern and then tell them that we want to make children's ministry a place where kids find community in their small group, and we want to connect them with a loving leader and a group of friends. I'll also connect that parent with their child's leader to help them to get to know them and to try to build that partnership. And I'll remind them to pick a consistent hour to attend so their child has more time with the same group of kids to build those friendships over time. And if their child doesn't have a consistent leader, I'll ask them to pray about that and invite them to consider leading that group. All of those things help solve the parent's problem, but they also help them see that children's ministry is all about building community and that our small group leaders want to partner with them. Okay, number two, the second vehicle for sharing vision with parents are strategic events. At our church, we do four strategic family events throughout the year, a parent dedication service for parents with new babies, a fifth grade celebration service for families about to graduate into student ministry, Kid Splash, an event to get kids and parents talking about salvation and baptism, and a family worship experience. At every one of those, we are equipping parents. We're talking about how we want to team up with them and giving them resources to continue spiritual conversations and prayer at home. Our family worship experience is also a great showcase of what their child experiences on Sunday morning, allowing those parents to see the best version of what their child experiences while they're over in adult worship. By the way, you can learn more about parent dedication, fifth grade celebration, and Kid Splash on previous episodes of this podcast. I'll link to those over in the show notes 
at simplekidmen.com. And I'm going to be doing an upcoming episode on our family worship experience, which are kind of unique from how other churches do them. So stick around in the next couple of episodes. We're going to get to that. All right, number three, the third vehicle that you can use to communicate vision to parents are stage announcements. Now, every February, we have an opportunity in our church to do a creative recruiting announcement in our adult services. And our church creative video team helps us to put together a really fun commercial for children's ministry just to help communicate that serving God's kids is an amazing way to invest our time. Now, no matter how many people sign up that day or don't sign up, I always consider those announcements a win because we have just had the opportunity to broadcast to the entire church that children's ministry is a vibrant, compelling ministry in the church where God is up to big things. Now, I'll link to some of those recruiting videos over in the show notes as well. But remember, anytime you have an opportunity to recruit or to broadcast to the entire church, it's not just about recruiting. It really is also about sharing vision for the ministry. Okay, number four. Room visuals. Another way you can cast vision to parents is to communicate vision visually in your children's ministry environments. If you want to get really fancy, set up a TV near the door where parents pick up their kids and play video from your ministry or a slideshow of pictures or even inspirational quotes, maybe even quotes from some parents or kids or leaders about why they love your children's ministry or even fun facts about your children's ministry. You could do something similar in a really low-tech way with a bulletin board or posters. Just make sure it looks excellent and fun and put it right in the path of parents so they can't miss it. Number five, take-home resources. Now, along with room displays, I also want to throw in like take-home cards or other resources you may have that communicate what kids learn today. Maybe they have some discussion questions on them or other things for parents. Now, I personally have a love-hate relationship with take-home resources because I know a lot of them get lost or tossed. And as a parent, I know we are constantly bombarded with papers and cards from school, extracurricular activities, and yes, even at church. But if take-home resources are well done, if they look clean and fun, a take-home card does tell parents that you're teaching the Bible in a way that kids can understand. And that's not a bad place to start with sharing vision. I know some of our families really use them, and it's something they look forward to getting from our ministry for each of our new series. Number six, the next way you can communicate vision to parents is through social media. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, whatever. Obviously, social media can have a huge reach for parents. There are so many options out there, a lot of different platforms, and a lot of different ways to do it. Here's my advice when it comes to social media. If you're not really into it, find a volunteer who can do this for you. Get someone to basically be the publicist or social media expert for your ministry. Just make sure it's someone who you trust, someone who will represent your ministry well and can respond appropriately to any comments or messages they may get as a result of something they post. What kind of things would you want to post for communicating vision? Well, big ideas or bottom lines from your weekend Bible stories, Bible verses from your lessons, discussion starters that come out of weekend content, quotes about children's ministry, quotes about parenting, quotes about discipling kids, funny quotes from kids from your ministry, post pictures of fun teaching props you use in a lesson or something cute or meaningful that the kids made during the service. Pictures of events or weekend programs are also awesome. You'll just want to be careful that you have permission from parents for any pictures of kids that you post. Also, if you do make social media a part of your strategy to share vision, make sure you do it consistently so parents get used to you posting new stuff so that they can expect it, look for it, and it becomes just a part of their rhythm of how they know they will hear from you. Okay, guys, this brings me to number seven, 
the one that I'm the most excited about right now, and that is the parent email newsletter. I know that doesn't sound all that exciting on the surface, but let me tell you, it is awesome. We have been talking about doing this forever in our children's ministry, and we finally got it together over the summer and launched in August, and it's the most engagement that we've ever had with parents. And the best part is you can track it and know if people are really using it or not. All right, so what does it look like? I'm guessing probably almost everyone who's listening is subscribed to some kind of email newsletter from businesses, nonprofits, or authors, or other people you follow. If you're like me, you're subscribed to several. The great thing about email newsletters is that it goes straight to a person's inbox. So once they're subscribed, they don't have to go looking for it every time you publish it. And like I said, each time you send one of these out, you can see exactly how many people opened it and if they clicked on any links so you have concrete data that parents are engaging with the content and you're not just wasting your time. Over in the show notes at simplekidmen.com, I'm going to link to a post on how to create your own newsletter using MailChimp because that's the service I'm familiar with. And I'll link to our church website. You can take a look at the newsletter for yourself. And by the way, while you're over there, you can sign up for the Simple Kidman newsletter so you can get the podcast sent straight to you and other fun bonuses. Okay, back to our church newsletter. Here's how we do ours. We send it out monthly so parents don't get sick of it. And we focus it on big picture vision stuff. My church is multi-site, so we will rarely feature something in the newsletter that only affects one campus. Basically, this is the 10,000-foot overview of children's ministry. Now, I'm going to share what we do specifically, but this is not the end-all, be-all. So just sift through it and figure out what works for you. It's very likely that what we're doing will probably change and and refine over the next year or so. Um, But this is where we started. Each month, we divide our newsletter into four sections. Okay, the first section is called The Big Picture. Now, this is a post from me that paints a picture of how children's ministry and parents can team up to help their kids get closer to Jesus. It's not exactly parenting advice. It's how parents can leverage the resources of the church to help them win spiritually at home. The goal is basically to build a bridge between church and home and really illustrate practical, concrete ways that we can team up together to help their kids grow in their faith. So for example, next month, I just finished a post on raising grateful kids. And I talked a little bit about that and then gave parents some really practical ways that they can help their kids to become more grateful by serving with them. And I outlined some really specific opportunities in our church to do that by teaching them to give. And I talk about tithing and talk about some other giving opportunities in our church that they can involve their kids in. And then I talk about a Thanksgiving printable that we actually have as a free download in that newsletter. And so what I'm really trying to do is just show them the places where what they're doing at home and what we're doing at church can intersect and how they can really take advantage of all the church has to offer them to help them to win at home. Okay, the next section is our featured resource. Basically, we highlight one resource each month. We have a lot of internal resources we've created, like new believer devotions and online classes to help parents talk to their kids about baptism. Also, worship playlists from our weekend environments and things like that. But we'll also highlight external resources. And for you, if you're not producing much yourself, you can highlight books and podcasts and other resources that would be relevant to parents. I limit it to one a month. That way we're just pointing them towards one thing and try to make it relevant to the season or whatever it is we're talking about in the newsletter. The next thing we have is our series overview. That's where we include a graphic from our teaching series for preschool and one from our elementary series with a short blurb describing what we're teaching for the month. 
In a couple of months, we're going to start linking that back to our website. If parents want more specific information about what we're teaching each week, if they want to download devotions that tie into that weekend lesson, etc. And the last section is really, I think, my favorite. It's called Behind the Scenes. This is the one that pulls back the curtain and shows parents one aspect of what we do that they would never see. So far, we've featured our pre-service leader prayer huddles, our large group teaching experience, and our small group time. In the future, we'll even be showing them some of our processes, like the elaborate supply prep that happens during the week to set up small group leaders and kids to have great conversations in their group. We'll do some backstage stuff uh, from some of our key family events, leader training events, basically anything that communicates to families how much we value their children and really the spiritual framework that kind of undergirds everything we do. Now, just a couple of lessons we've learned so far in the time we've been doing this that have helped us. Plan out a scope and sequence for what you're writing and when. I sat down and mapped out the first year of our parent newsletter last spring, months before we launched the first one, and that was super helpful. We've moved some things around, changed some things, and come up with new ideas, but the last thing you want to do is to have to come up with all of this stuff month to month or week to week. Also, I would recommend starting a children's ministry blog in conjunction with the newsletter so that you have a place for this content to live in case parents want to go back and access earlier posts. That way, if parents ask you about your small groups, for instance, you could refer them to something you've already written about it maybe a year ago, and you don't have to go back and reinvent the wheel. I'll also drop a link in over at the show notes for how to set up your own free blog. Basically, what I would do if I were you is post the content for the newsletter on the blog, maybe even a separate post if you have a lot of things in the newsletter. And then in the email, give them the short version so they can click on uh, the option to read more that sends them back to the blog. Well, that's it, gang. That pretty much is everything I've learned about communicating vision to parents. Pray about it. Think about what works for you and just take a step, whether it's a newsletter or social media or just being more intentional in your everyday conversations with parents and guardians. Be the cheerleader and salesperson for your ministry because what you have to offer families will make their job easier as they seek to disciple their kids and will really have eternal benefits. Our simple takeaway today is communicate the vision of your ministry every chance you get. And our verse is Romans 12, 11. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. If you're passionate about serving Jesus and really believe your children's ministry helps kids and parents grow in their relationship with him, then you just can't help talking about it any way you can. Hey, thanks for listening. If this has been helpful to you, please subscribe. Leave me a review over in iTunes just to help me to get the word out so that I can help more of our children's ministry friends with this podcast. Also, you can get links and more resources over at the show notes at simplekidmen.com. Just click on the podcast tab and look for episode 16. I hope you have an awesome week serving the kids and families in your church. I'll see you next time.